What's in the queue? 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 It is gonna work. It is working. It's going yes. And it's going to continue working. Yeah. I've never trusted my child with other children for an hour like what what is it gonna take us? About forty five minutes or so to like you know. It'll be fine. So they're fine. It'll be fine. They have popcorn, root beer floats. What yeah. what else could they possibly want? I don't pay attention to them for hours at a time. It's <laughs> fine. I go to work and I don't pay attention to them at all. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> Uh, um, can we talk about how long it's been since we've sat down and recorded anything? It feels like years. It feels like years. It's been a solid few weeks. Like, yeah, it's been like three. Yeah. Cause like we try to keep, you know, a couple episodes in the bank Yeah, and, uh, it's definitely the Friday before this episode's going out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I actually <laughs> tweeted out back in the closet and it feels so right. Yes. I'll have to go retweet that and such. Yeah. Yes. I mean, I tagged what's in the queue. You sound good on audio, by the oh, way. good. Yeah. Do I sound more you s- sultry? I, I'd call you sexy. <gasps> but, I mean, you know, that's just me. You know, to each his own. We learned that in voyeur. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, literally, when I Snapchatted you and I was like, hey, um, thought I finished taking notes, I really... Like, I must have had a dream that I finished taking the notes. Was it the same dream where you had me in a pixie haircut? and yes. like Yeah. Okay. Yes. All right. Okay. 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 Uh, because I all of a sudden was like, okay, get my book. And then I was like, no, uh, I definitely didn't finish taking notes. But I have seen this documentary at least four times. Yes. Yeah, so you're an expert. It's fine. I, wa- I mean, fine. I watched it once before we decide we're gonna do it right and then i think i watched it twice like without taking notes yeah and then i got halfway through taking notes and then that's when i had to stop because tiny humans were running amok they do that and i didn't figure it was probably good to have them listen to a story about a child being abducted you know yeah yeah um well, like, I, wa- I watched it twice, but once was before everything that happened in the, in the last couple of weeks. Like, yeah. So, um, I was kind of looking through the notes earlier today, like, oh, I, yeah, I remember, yeah, okay, I remember, I remember, yeah. it's fine. Yeah. And I gave, I was able to successfully give a synopsis of it to my mom while nice. we were sitting at gymnastics a little bit ago. Oh, <coughs> Pardon me. So, I think I got this. Perfect. <laughs> perfect, perfect. Um, um hey. 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 What's in the queue? We are what's in the queue. We're in the closet. Literally. Uh, I'm Krishana. I'm Emily. Or should I say I am sultry voice Krishana? Mm, sultry. Krishana's mm. uh, uh, health corner had my surgery. Yay. Missing a gland. That's okay. You got three more. Yeah. It's fine. Um, I have to take Tums. Okay. Oh, sorry. I should not, have silenced my phone. Not happy about that. <laughs> Oh, I didn't silence mine either. Oh, no. And I have a new ringtone. <laughs> Who? D- what? Uh, I almost wish someone would just call me right now. Um, Wait for it. Okay. We'll just, we'll just keep talking. I, I yeah, really think it's important. I don't think I've ever actually... It's been a while since I've called you. <laughs> J-K. 
I usually just call everybody out of text messaging. Like, I go to the text because that's oh, usually I close. <laughs> I don't know how iPhones Okay. <laughs> Here we go. Are you guys calling. ready? It's calling. You're going to love it. We're... Wait for it. <laughs> yes. Oh, I, I mean, I knew, I knew your goal in life was to eventually be a golden girl. <clears throat> now that you, you've got the transition music, I feel like you're even closer to your goal. Yeah, I, uh, <clears throat> well, I had the same ringtone, I realized, for like over a year. And I have always been one that I like to change my ringtone. Oh, oh okay. But in this day and age, nobody calls anybody no, anymore. No. So I just never changed it. Yeah. And so I was like, you know what? It's time for a new one. That's fair. And I first pulled up the actual theme song of Golden Girls. Thank you for being a friend. I listen to that theme song every night. Yeah. Because I watch Golden Girls every night, as one does. (laughs) Um, And I was like, no, no, no. What's more fun? Yeah. The intro music. Yes. I love it. Yes. Yes. I approve. Thanks. Good job. Thanks. So. Hey. Hey. We're back. Finally. Little hiatus. It's okay. What's funny is that episode release wise like there yeah. hasn't been a hiatus yeah also just for the record <clears throat> i'm definitely going to work on our scheduling a little bit better and not release an episode about the whitest of white dudes on martin luther king jr day weekend whoops my bad just didn't even look at the calendar so yeah. sorry about that we're going to work on that we'll make that better in the future yeah promise. Don't, don't judge us i'm holding my pinky out are you <clears throat> holding your pinky out pinky promise yeah if you had been through what we'd all been through Woo! You, you wouldn't judge understand. us, okay? Yeah, it'd be fine. So we're finally back, uh-huh. um, and we are talking about who took Johnny. A classic. Very, very good documentary. Yes. Um, we're going to take you back on a little trip, all the way back to 1982, uh, the year of my birth. I-, I wasn't born yet. I don't even think my parents were dating yet, to be honest. <laughs> Well, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I I like to refer to it as the greatest year that ever were. That's a pretty good one, yeah. For um, sure. It is also the year of the mullet, <gasps> which I think I've brought up on another episode. I feel like we have. Yes. Um, it is the official year of the mullet and the year of my birth. Yes. Um, so great year, except for the fact that that was the year that Johnny Gosh went missing. Yes. September 5th, 1982, um, 12-year-old paper boy from Des Moines, uh, West Des Moines, Johnny Gosh, disappeared mid-paper route. Yeah. Um, and typical for the time, the police were like, oh, yeah, he's probably just a runaway. It's yeah. fine. Well, call, call us when he calls you. Yeah. Let, I mean, <laughs> let's talk about 1982. 1982 was, um, you still had to wait 72 hours yeah. before they could report a child missing. Which blows my mind. Right. Like, cause, what? But, well, okay, you know what? No. The more I started thinking about it, and the more episodes of the dollop that I've listened to, yeah. Um, <laughs> history has shown us that by the age of 11, you should probably have your own merchant vessel and, like, be sailing the high seas. The 19th really? century was definitely a good time to, you know, sail the high seas as an 11 year old. 1982 is when we stopped that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this, I mean, this is before um, the Amber Alert. Yeah. This, I mean, this 
pre-internet, pre, I mean, this is everything. Yeah. <clears throat> Back when, you know, come home when the lights are on, yeah. street lights are on kind yeah. of time. Yeah, it's daylight, go outside. I sound awful. <laughs> no, no, you're sounding fine. You're sounding fine. I swear to you, I had a normal voice this morning. I can confirm via your Snapchats. Yeah, it was normal. Yes. I think, I, ta- I, think I talked a whole lot today, though, because I was like, I can talk. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, and when, when this documentary first starts, you pretty much start off right away with all the different news reports of him being missing, um, and... Um, that's our first little peek at Noreen Gosh, Heart. which is uh, Johnny Gosh's mom. Um, a little describing thing about her. She got a whole lot of hair. Yes. And a whole lot of makeup. And that's fine. Yeah. Because she's rocking it. Yeah. Um, she had that 80s all over blue eyeshadow the, oh, yes. the kind that you put like from your eyelashes yes. all the way up to your eyebrows <laughs> the one the one shade no yes. blending no. no blending one shade yeah and girl looked good yeah girl looked real good cheekbones I that mean, you could slice cheese on yeah but like she had that contour game yeah that was just blush immediately under your cheekbones to like highlight that area all that it was fantastic yeah i mean she was killing it she i mean (laughs) 80s that was her prime time yes um so we we meet noreen and um she's a a yoga instructor and we kind of learn a little bit about her past you know her first husband um they were married for a long time and they had two kids together um he ended up uh with terminal cancer and she was talking about, uh, like, a few weeks right before he died, they got hit with this crazy tornado that just, like, literally destroyed everything. Flattened Yeah, their town. and she said, you know, she talks about um, searching through to try and find her children and um, finding them and thinking that they were dead until yeah. the rains came. And then they woke up and, you know, so she, she experienced all this craziness. And then, like, three weeks later, her husband dies. Right. And she, I mean... She, she just lost everything in a tornado. Yeah. She almost lost her kids, loses her husband, and she had that moment to where her kids were kind of like, are you going to die, die too? too? And um, so that was kind of her moment of, okay, I'm going to be a fighter now. Yeah. I, 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 I'm I, it. I, it's it, either I lay down and die. Yeah. Or I go fight every day for my kids. Yeah. <laughs> and um, and she did. Um, she ends up... Um, Meeting John Gosh, uh, Sr., Johnny's dad. You know, they get married, and then Johnny comes along. Um, and they seem to live a pretty normal yeah, Midwestern. It's a, it's a great blended family. Yeah. They're doing fine. Johnny decides that he wants to get a paper route yeah. because he's saving up money for a dirt bike. Yeah. And he got the dirt bike, yeah. which is so cool. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't know about your kids, but... <laughs> Sorry, guys. I'm sorry. I'm coming off the tail end of the of the of a flu. In addition to Krishana not having a voice, we're kind of dying right now. <laughs> we're okay. <laughs> we're we're okay. <sighs> I promise. Um, but I I love it when you make your kid work for something. Yeah. And then they go get the thing that they're working for. Yeah. Cassie did that with this adorable pink purse. I have no fucking clue where that purse is now. But she right. worked her little four year old booty off. Getting the twenty dollars, love it to get that purse. I love it. Yeah. yeah, we do that with the girls. Like, they, you know, they have their chores or whatnot. Blah blah blah. They're in their money, and uh, 
right now, currently they're saving up for a car. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's what they've decided. Okay. They're saving up for a car. Sure. I mean, it's going to take a while, so that's Well, fine. I figure, you know, if they save all their money <laughs> starting from six and seven. Yeah. And, you they know, might have a down payment by the yeah, time they're ready to Nine years from now, yeah. That'd be yeah. good. Yeah. Um, so, Johnny, I mean, Johnny's, once again, you know, we talk about, when we talk about kids <coughs> in these documentaries, All-American. Mm-hmm. Um, he was Boy Scouts, he loved go-karts, um, he, and, and it seemed like he was a very considerate, like, friend. They talk about that. Um, he would actually spend a lot of time picking out gifts, like, for birthdays and <laughs> right. things like that. Like, just a nice kid, you know? Yeah. I mean, he came up enough to be responsible to be like, hey, I want this go-kart, I'm going to go get a paper boy job and yeah. buy it. I'm going to make money. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, and and... and uh, John Sr., he um, talks about that he would always go with Johnny on this paper route, the Sunday morning paper route, um, but for whatever reason, he did not go that Sunday. Yeah. Which, I mean, I'm I'm not mad at him because yeah. Johnny is 12. He's been doing this for a while. Yeah. He's actually 14. He's Oh, is he? My bad. I wrote down the wrong age. Or yeah. maybe you're right, and I'm wrong. I don't wrong. know. Who knows? Either way, he's he a minor, yeah. but he's been doing this for a while. Yeah. And his dad's like, yeah, you got this. You can do it. Yeah, so... He takes the dog with him. Yeah, the dog <coughs> goes with him. He's got a um, um, cart. Well, a little um, red like radio flyer. Yeah. A little red wagon. Um, so, and the actual newspaper pickup place is, is relatively close, close enough that he walks to it. So he goes... Um, he goes to pick up his papers in the morning and the, um, one of the witnesses, a guy that I think works with the newspaper company or whatever, um, he sees Johnny talking to a man in a car, um, and Johnny yells over to the guy, Hey, can you come help this guy out? Which presumably, like, it sounds like to me that the ploy was, Hey, I need directions to hear. So Johnny's like, hey, I'm going to get this grown-up. This grown-up, yeah. To give him directions, Which right? Which is smart. Car takes off like a bat out of hell. <laughs> so Johnny goes um, on about his way, loads up his papers. He takes off on his route. And um, he passes another kid on his route. There's a, hey, another neighbor, hey. Tons of witnesses. They see this car go back and forth up the street. Um, next thing you know, um, you hear a car door slam and the car... Um, take off down the street, blow the stop sign, peels off down, the and road. they're gone. <coughs> the wagons left there at the corner with the dog. Yeah, and no sign of Johnny. Yep. So <clears throat> Noreen and John Senior are still uh, at home, and they get a call from a neighbor saying, "Hey, where's my paper? <coughs> What's up with Johnny? Everything cool?" Yeah. So John Senior goes to look for him. Right away, he sees the wagon. And the dog's sitting there, and he's like, something's not right. Right. So he goes back home, tells Maureen, <coughs> they call the they cops. Call, they call the cops instantly. Which, I mean, in my mind, if I was a police officer, even even coming out of the 19th century, where right. 11-year-olds had their own merchant vessels, you know, <coughs> if I see a wagon and the kid's dog still sitting there, right. what part of that suggests runaway? So they call the cops. Guess what? The cops live like, or cops live. The police station is like a couple blocks away. Takes them over 
what, 40, 45 minutes, minutes to, get, to get, get there. Um, and which, you know, two minutes when you're panicking is in an infinite amount of time. Can you imagine 45 minutes thinking something has happened to your kid? Yeah. <coughs> um, so basically the cops show up and they say, Hey man, you know, something, something happened to our kid. Something's wrong. Blah, blah. blah. They're like, uh, so is this the first time your son's run away? Immediately um, dismiss this family. Like, Johnny just was like, yeah, I don't feel like delivering babies no more. I'm just going to hightail it out of here. Headwest, young man. Yeah. Yeah. He's 12 or 14. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever age. It's time, to, time to become a man. <laughs> he's 12 to 14. He's out of here. Um, and they keep having to go, look, he's not... <laughs> That kid, he, there was no trouble at home. Yeah. There was no reason for him to skedaddle. He was taken. Plus, there's all these witnesses talking about this car. Yeah, there's a Ford Fairlane that's been yeah. driving up and down the road that people saw Johnny talking to a guy in this car. They, the guy, witnesses had, were able to give sketches that were all similar to, you know, to a guy that they saw in a car. And the police were like, well, yeah, you yeah. got to wait 72 hours to report you it. Know. So just, if he turns up, let us know. Yeah. Um, so basically <coughs> that, that begins the never ending fight that Noreen had to fight. And uh, you see, I mean, you can see like interviews with the cops and um, even a lot of like reporters, reporters were talking about. Um, you know, she was really intense and, um, they just wrote her off as a bitch. Yeah. Basically. Basically. Because she, I mean, you know, they, they say bossy is an insult, but she was bossy. She knew what needed to happen and no one would listen to her. She's trying to find her freaking kid. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I mean, I will joke some people out. Oh, I, oh, I, uh, we've talked about the killing spree I would go on. Yeah. Darth Vader on my arm. Yeah. 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 Um, so they're talking, there's no crime, no, no, um, clues to anything. Like he just vanished. Up and vanished. And until you find, uh, a a clue or or a piece of evidence (laughs) that we could say that, yeah, there's a crime been committed. Y'all need to just get on with your life. Hmm basically. Mm, yeah. And the one leading that was uh, the chief of police, Orville Cooney. Cooney. <laughs> um, yeah, he's a, he's a real bucket of yuck. Okay, so Orville Cooney got in trouble for drinking and being racist and that's in the 80s. Do you know how fucking racist you had to be to get called a racist in the 80s? It is, like, you had to call, like, I don't even know what this man did. I don't even want to know what this man did to actually get in trouble for being a racist in the 80s. Yeah. Like, that's how big of a piece of shit this guy was. And the sad part is, is that even when, even after he was gone, yeah. yes, there was a slight shift in how the police department handled future, um, I'm going to use some air quotes, runaways, right? child disappearances, whatever you want to call them. But it, it, him leaving yeah. didn't change anything. Yeah. So basically, it's just immediately, he's 
just to run away. Like, they're, to say even cold case, there's not even a cold case. Yeah. Because in, in their no, mind, they there's, just there's have nothing. nothing. <laughs> um, so, you know, here we go. Um, we're going to go up to, what, two years later? Yes. We end up meeting, well, we, in the documentary, we meet Paul Sparrow and Ken Wooden. Paul Sparrow was a uh, an executive producer on America's Most Wanted. And <laughs> I don't know how Ken Wooden got this to be able to put on his business card, but he's a pedophilia expert. Um, <laughs> he's, an, he is, he's an advocate for children. He goes around teaching about pedophilia because at that time, that wasn't even a concept. Yeah. The, the idea that someone would take a child in order to sexually exploit them was not in the American cultural psyche. Like, it yeah. just, it wasn't a thing. People didn't know what the word pedophilia was. Right. Right. They didn't even know what the word was. Yeah, which if they would have taken Latin and Greek derivatives in high school, they would have known that. <laughs> well, nobody took that class besides you. I mean, honestly, hey, honestly, quick sidebar. Best class I ever took in high school. It came in so handy. It, it continues to come in handy. If I don't know a word and it's got a Latin or Greek base, like I can break it down and I can figure out the word. To the point where in college, when I was taking anatomy and physiology, I watched other students have mental breakdowns because they couldn't figure out that the adrenal gland was above the kidney, even though it's literally in the name, ad above, renal, kidney, adrenal, above the kidney. And it was fun to watch them break. Holy <laughs> Nerd alert, nerd alert, nerd alert. Ah, uh, whoa. Um... <laughs> Anywho, back to pedophiles. Well, wait, but I, thank you for being the smart one of the group. Gotcha, boo. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> uh, anyways, so... Let's get back to pedophilia. <laughs> back to pedophiles. Um, August 14th, um, guess what? Oh, what? Eugene Martin, 13, um, was paper boy oh, in the same area. Weird. Guess what happened? Oh, what happened? He was kidnapped. What? Are you sure he didn't run away? No. Hmm. Guess what? What? The exact same scenario happened. Mm-hmm. Guess what? What? Cops said, there's nothing similar about these two. <sighs> nothing. There is no similarities between the two cases. Except for that the boys look a lot alike. They're same age. Delivery boys both went disappearing on a Sunday. Both seen talking to older men in cars. But no. No nah, similarities. Nah. It's fine. No, 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 it's no. nothing. It's nothing. nothing. Yeah. Um. So, you know, cops are still saying Noreen's, you know, crazy. Her kid just took off pride because she was crazy. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Um, well, if she'd have just stayed in the kitchen. <laughs> and, and you got to think, too, in the meantime, Noreen has pushed her butt on all kinds of big platforms. Um, uh, like, Sa- was she on Sally Jesse? She she went on a ton of them. Yeah. And I did not say Jesse Sally. This time. <laughs> um, she, I mean, she really, really had to push <clears throat> to get anybody to say anything about her kid. Yeah. Um. And it, di- it did then become her mission to help other families with missing children. Which, yeah, which the documentary does a good job of yeah. showing. Um, it, at the time of the filming of, of the, the documentary, there, there was a family whose child, whose small girl had been kidnapped, brought, <laughs> pardon me, broad daylight, 
you know, and Nor- Noreen went to talk to that family and kind of give them some pointers. And, and the family even pointed out that like, we, we know how you were treated back when, when your, when your son disappeared. And for us, it has been the exact opposite, which was reassuring to hear that, yeah. okay, yo, so we have learned from our mistakes. That's right. nice. Thank right. you. But even back, back then, you know, when Eugene was taken, um, she went on the talk shows with Eugene's uh, dad. Yes. Um, which is good because, you know, like she, she has a camera presence. Like yeah. she is camera ready. Yeah. Eugene's dad, not so much. He was deer in headlights. Just and his son is missing, right. and no one is listening to him. Right? Yeah, like I get it. So I'm glad that Noreen was at least able to, if not push him, at least be there next to him to be like, no, you need to listen to this guy too. You're listening to me. Listen to him. Tell, yeah. You tell. All right. You tell your story. Tell your story. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um. So. Now we're we're moving along in the timeline, um, and 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 Noreen has still been pushing, 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 um, for any tips about her son. You know, she talks about at first a lot of volunteers came forward to help search. Psychics. Um, they had psychics saying that he was dead and they were gonna find him. What which... you know, I rolled my eyes when they were first talking about it, but then I realized, well, shit, it's not like the cops are helping them. They got to do something, right? You know. Right, and and I think that's the thing too. Like, uh, whenever there's something crazy like that happens, the quote unquote psychics mm-hmm. come out to offer their help mm-hmm. for a small, large fee sure. of all your money. Yeah, um, to pray. Um, yeah, it's it, it, exploitative. It, it is frustrating. Yeah. Um. Well, and especially because you know, um, we'll talk about 1984 in a second, but yeah. in 1985. She finds she gets a dollar bill that says "I am alive" and it's got Johnny's signature on it. Yeah, allegedly. Allegedly, <laughs> nobody believes her. Yeah, but she's got it. Yeah. Now, some of the progress that she was able to make was in 1984. She and and John Gosh Senior, other families, and John Walsh from America's Most Wanted, they were able to found the Center for Missing and Exploited Children. Mm-hmm. And it led to this huge cultural change with the idea that you don't need to wait 72 hours. You shouldn't wait 72 hours to report your child is missing. They even uh, helped develop the Johnny Gosh Bill, which requires immediate action by police for a missing child. In Iowa. (laughs) Right. Well, no, Reagan Reagan signed that. Well, yeah, but the, uh, (laughs) the the first one was just... In Iowa. Oh, well, okay. Yeah, it went national after, it, but... Yeah. It's a start. Yeah. Well, <laughs> hey, guess what? This was also the start of putting the kids' faces on milk cartons. Do they still do that? I don't... Do... Are there still milk cartons? I See, I don't know. Because when I was in school, um, my cousins blew my mind because they had milk sacks. You know, like Capri Sun packets. What? But for milk. And I was like, but how, but how do you... What? Like, it blew my mind that that yeah. even existed. So already, when we were kids, they yeah. were already transitioning out of milk cartons. So, <laughs> so weird. Like, do they even put kids on stuff? I don't I, know. I don't know. I don't know. Um, uh, then we hit uh, 1986, <laughs> and 14-year-old Mark Allen disappeared as well. Hmm. Now, okay, I can't remember if he was a paper boy. I don't think they he was a really paper They didn't really touch on him. Bad choice of words. Um, touch on the um, circumstances surrounding his disappearance. Yes. 
Um, what it did start to highlight, though, was the phrase human trafficking. Yeah. Um, with Mark's disappearance, again, a third teenage boy from this one area of Iowa went missing. Um, <clears throat> the ones who are studying pedophilia, the ones who are who are studying this new field, well, this new phrase, human trafficking. There's always been human trafficking. Right, right. I, I hate to say it, but there might always be human trafficking. I sure as shit hope not. Right. But in 1991, we get introduced, well, uh, Paul Bonacci enters the scene. And he is a convicted child molester. Yeah. He is a victim of child molestation him, him, himself, 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 whatever. Um, but while in prison... He confesses to helping abduct Johnny. Yeah. And not just, oh, I helped abduct him. No. He knew some shit about him. Boy had receipts. He had receipts. He knew about birthmarks. He knew about scars. Mm -hmm. He knew about all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Creepy. Yeah. Okay. Well, and, and here's the thing about Paul. He... Um, also has multiple personality disorder. Yes, which I learned watching a soap opera is now called dissociative identity disorder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Phrasing. Whatever. Um, so he, he, Paul's getting interviewed by these news people. Um, I hear him running downstairs. <laughs> we hear the large pitter-patter of feet. Uh, our, our, our mom radars are yes. going off and ding, we're ding, trying ding, to ding. remain <laughs> podcast. Um, but he, uh, he, he has this, uh, I think it's a couple hour long interview Yeah, about this, the pedophile ring, how it all works, you know, all the details about Johnny and other kids, what he yeah. did, like where all it all the, happened. Yeah. Like it's, it, it really turned my stomach. To be honest. Yeah. Um, because it sounds like, God, I hate to say it, it sounds like some Alex Jones, you know, right. bullshit. Some, right. Like, you know, pedophile rings that operate out of pizzerias in Washington, D.C. I'm like, oh, shit, this one actually, like, well, is that right. real? Well, like, right. I don't know if that one's real, but right. this one is real. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> you, you can um, put your crazy in the middle of some truth. Oh, yeah. Because then it makes your crazy sound more true. For real. So, yes. here we go. Yes. So, he he's basically exposing this big, huge ring. And guess what? Cops don't care. They don't give two shits. The, the only people that listen to Paul Bonacci, that talk to Paul Bonacci, are Noreen. Which, at this point, they show her, they show footage of her meeting him, and she has not changed her hair since 1991. And I love it, because it's working for her. It's great. Um, but the the media, uh, America's Most Wanted, yeah. different different newscasters, like, they will interview, um, they will interview him, but no cops will touch him. Which, again, maybe I'm getting some tinfoil hat here, but... Could there be some reasoning for that? Could there be some, you know, political power uh, playing into that? Yeah. I think I think so. I know so. I think so. So you got all these reporters and everybody talking to him. But even at one point, they take him out to this 
um, like house that looks like it's in the middle of nowhere. It reminded me of that Angelina Jolie movie that's actually about that uh, like her son went her son went missing yes and then they found that farm that was out in the middle of nowhere just a bunch of dead boys the change the changeling or something like that yeah it's one of those houses that's literally out in the middle of nowhere no one can hear you scream Mm -mm. um yeah america's most wanted takes paul out there they go down there's a there's a dugout basement just like paul said there would be there's initials Got, boys had had carved their initials yeah. into like the wood and the yeah. rocks and stuff like that, just like Paul said they would. And Paul, Paul is not a mentally stable man, no. at, especially not at that point. He's got a lot of help now, but yeah. at that point, like he couldn't even go into the house because of everything that had one happened to him, two that he had been forced to do to other people. Yeah, like he is the first child molester that I have ever felt sorry for. Right. Like there was a lot of more, I felt very morally ambiguous about him because he well, was, yeah. he was a victim first. Yeah. Well, and I feel like a lot of, you know, what he went through and what he did was also a forced situation. Oh yeah. Not that he was just roaming the streets on his own doing stuff. He was a part of this group because he himself was kidnapped and brought into it. Yeah. He was definitely a pawn. Yeah. Well, and, and Noreen even says, like, you know, the the poor pedophile has to go out and get his own boy. And he yeah. runs the risk of getting caught. The rich man who wants a little boy yeah, just has somebody to go get it for him. Exactly. Like, well, there's a uh, big class warfare Well, there's that, the whole thing, too. It's not like Paul said, hey, uh, reduce my sentence and I'll tell you this story. No. He, he pled was, guilty. Yeah. He wasn't trying to... He was already behind bars. Yeah. He was already serving a huge sentence. He wasn't getting money. No. Nothing. He just wanted to do something right. Yeah. <sighs> that speaks volumes. Uh, yeah, big um, time. So, yeah. So, all the receipts that Paul drops, it basically <sighs> brings to light a ring, a pedophile ring, yeah. in Nebraska, out of Omaha. Um, basically, uh, other operatives like Paul would go out collect boys. Paul said there was two types that they wanted. They either wanted the runaways, the ones who legitimately did have bad home lives and wanted to leave and, and you know, had gotten into some drugs and maybe some sex work in order to make it. And then there were the virgins. Yeah. And Johnny was one of the virgins. And boys like Johnny fetched a lot of money. Ugh. And the name that Paul dropped was a dude named Lawrence King, which... Oh, God. Okay. So if you can ever like, okay, let's do, let's do a mental game, right? Mm. A little plot game. Think of a super rich dude. Yeah. In a tailored suit. Uh Uh-huh. Shitty cheap gold. You could tell it like it's not real gold. Yeah. Oily. Just oily hair. Just grossly overweight. Yeah. Um, yeah. Boy fucker. Yeah. Definitely a boy fucker. Yeah. Um, yeah. He, he was also a reverend, was he not? Um, I don't know that he... He was involved in a credit union. Oh, and oh, oh, the oh. whole reason his name got brought to light, besides Paul, was because this credit union, he was caught embezzling money. Yep. The thing he was embezzling money on... Virgins. <gasps> Virgin boys. What? Yeah. Um, the... <laughs> The part that got a little confusing for me was, and again, 
this is some Pizzagate territory. You okay? know. All right. Put your tinfoil hat on. There was a British documentary called Conspiracy of Silence. Discovery Channel paid for them to go out and investigate this thing. Once the British document documentary makers started uncovering all this stuff, Discovery Channel was like, stop. Eh, just stop. We're good. Stop right now. You just stop. And I'm thinking, what? Like, this is some Pulitzer winning shit if yeah. you got this. Like, yeah. whose pocket are you in, Discovery Channel? Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't know, man. This rabbit hole runs deep. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> the deepest. Yeah. Well, and, and Paul Sparrow, going back to the executive producer of um, America's Most Wanted, he talked about how cover-ups work. Which I had never really thought about this. It's like, generally, giant institutions have a lot of good people working for them. Of course. There are your bad apples in the bunch. And what ends up seeming like a better strategy for the giant organization is to just push those push those bad apples off to the side it's okay so it never happened it's okay it's fine it's gone it's taken care of and you know he gives a lot of examples like the fbi and the um the catholic church Mm. but what yeah wait Wait, we're talking about the yeah Yeah. anywho no but like (laughs) it it just the rabbit hole never ends on this documentary because They go to, they finally get to talk to the FBI. And the FBI's yeah. like, no, we're not going to talk about it. Right. Why aren't you not? Okay. We're rambling. I'm sorry. No. It's baloney. <laughs> it is kind of baloney. It is. It really is. Um, <laughs> so, uh, moving, moving on into the future. Yeah. Um, for some reason, in 2006, Noreen starts getting sent pictures of boys that are bound and gagged. They showed those pictures a lot. Yeah. I didn't want to see teenage boys bound and gagged. Yeah. Noreen's convinced that one of them's Johnny. No one else is. Okay. Though. Yeah. And this is where, at least like the first maybe two times, I struggled with Noreen. Yes. Because she, I mean, she is like hardcore pointing out like, over here in this picture, you can see this is Johnny's birthmark. This is, this is, this Johnny's own dad, John Sr., is like, that's not him. Yeah. It's not him. Yeah. And when you compare it to the picture that they show of Johnny to that picture, it doesn't look it, like him. Yeah. So I'm like, part of me goes, is she just wanting it to be him as like, look, this is what I've been telling you has happened? Or, 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 it, or it's, is she? It, it's honestly, it's called apophenia. Trying to further, I don't know. It, it no, it, it, it it's a thing. It's apophenia. It's this thing where you see what you want to see. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> it, I mean, it comes out at the end of the documentary that Noreen <laughs> might not actually be uh, an authoritative source of information. Might not be a reliable source. Yeah. Because. <laughs> ooh. <laughs> This threw me for a loop. A big loop. We find out that back in 1997, Johnny stopped by the house. Yeah. Not the house that she shared that he lived at. No. Mind you, because Noreen and John Sr. are divorced. She's remarried to another fellow. Yeah. Um, and she is, this all comes out because she's on the witness stand 
For uh, Paul. For Paul. Yeah. On Paul's behalf, trying to help him out. Um, And she says Johnny and another kid showed up at her door and were there for about an hour. Yeah. And they were like, well, what are you talking about? Well, you told me not to say. Okay. So here's... Here's two ways we could choose to look at it. I get it. No, I know. That that all along the cops were right and Johnny did run away, but Noreen's known about it this whole time and has found him over the years Mm -hmm. and and been around him. And finally, she just decided to share that little tidbit. Or B, Johnny has now become basically a Paul. Mm Mm-hmm. And he decided to, maybe he saw his mom that day at the store and he followed her and he's like, oh shit, there's my mom. I got to say, after all these years, I got to say something to her. Yeah, I got to do something. Right. And, and, and he really was like, mom, if they find out. They'll kill me. They'll kill me. I will, and, and this dude that's with me. Yeah. There, so there's two very real thought trains we could go on. Right. Two very real possibilities. <laughs> First time I was on the. This chick has been trying to get fame celebrity from her quote unquote missing son <laughs> all these years because it made me go back to one of the first um, little news reports that she gave when she said like, uh, it was oh God, what's the little phrase now? She said this little phrase that was like, catch you later, babe, or see you at something, babe. And she like winked at the camera. Oh yeah, she it, she there's that tactic that where you know you speak directly to the camera to the yeah. to the captor and also to the captive as yeah. well. You know, with the making the direct eye contact, yeah. like you know, I I see you, yeah. I see you. Yeah, but it was like this little <laughs> phrase that she said that I was like, it's kind of a weird thing to say. Yeah, when you're like, I want my son back. Um, so like the first few times I was like, ah, oh, this chick. But then, you know, the fourth time, (laughs) I was like, well, maybe it was legit, like, you know, don't say mom. But then she said on this documentary that everybody's going to see, so then what's that now? Yeah. So I don't know. I I walked out of the documentary, one, not knowing who to believe. Yeah. Two, I, I started questioning... Well, does that negate all the advocacy that she's done all these years? How she's gotten all this great work done? And I done. say no. Yeah. I mean, she... Our kids are safer because of her. Right. Ideally. Right? Yeah. I but, mean... She's so problematic. Right. Well, and that's kind of like one of the news reporters talking about. She goes, you know, as a young reporter dealing... Um, with Noreen was like, oh, this woman just shut up already. Yeah. But she's like, but now as a mother, <coughs> I'm like, thank you. Yeah. Thank you for pushing and being annoying. Yeah. Because the, you help, you know, you maybe to save a lot of people. You changed. She yeah. literally changed our society and how we think about missing children. Yeah. So that being said, Johnny Gosh, if you're out there, bro. Hey, hit us up on Twitter. Yeah. Follow us on the social. Um, <laughs> no, man. T- I mean, we tell your story. Yes, we're here. Get your own documentary, bro. Yeah, man. No, no, no. What? Get your own Netflix series. Yes, where you profile other 
missing children. Yes. Yes. You could have us on um, as co-hosts. Mm. We're, we're down. Yeah. We're with it. Spunky co-hosts. Yeah. 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 So. That's a lot of pedophilia. Yeah. I don't know if I could do that. Yeah. I changed my mind. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe don't hit us up. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean you could talk to us. Like, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that's who took Johnny. And who yeah. took Johnny? Who took Johnny? Yeah. Nobody knows. Somebody knows. Some, a lot of people know. <laughs> we just don't. Yeah. Um, so that was Des Moines Gate. No, Omaha Gate. That was Omaha Gate. Yeah. Um, I'm surprised they didn't drop some Satanists in there, because that would have been the perfect time for that satanic panic. Right. <sighs> Interdimensional child monsters. Can I talk about something in my that's going on in my mind? Let's do it. Okay. So... We did our doc, or we talked about um, unacknowledged the aliens. Yeah, and I, you know, I'm all like, dude, the aliens are here for us. Like, they they, they yeah. want to help us break free, right? Friends, like we right. talked about. Yeah, we need to take down the the small minority holding right. us, right? And then we found out. Guess what? <laughs> aliens are for real. Aliens right? are real. Yeah. <laughs> so everybody's worried about the aliens. Has anybody been seeing all over? About the robots? Dude. Okay. Plus, two. this is the thing, you know, where you speak it and then it's like all over in your news feed and all that stuff. Because our phones are listening to yeah. us right now? Yeah, 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 yeah. Shh. Um, hey, Siri. The, it, nobody should be worried about aliens. Aliens are here to love us. Yeah. They help want, us. They want us to get off energy. fossil fuels. Yeah. Yeah. All that good stuff. Yeah. They are us. We are them. Yeah. Um... The robots, on the other hand, are going to fucking kill us all. Oh, well, I mean, you saw the latest season of Black Mirror, right? No. Oh. No. No. Oh. I can't do it. I can't. The, the, Everyone who's watched Black Mirror, you know exactly what episode <sighs> I'm talking about. Uh, in the past, like, two weeks, I have seen um, how they have these little robots that are going to be all up in the parking lots, um, making it safer. Um that they've synchronized drones to fly like a pattern, like a flock of birds. Like they're show this video of them, like all lifting up at the same time, <laughs> rotating perfect. <laughs> That's what we should be concerned about. I'm not the alien. Very concerned. Again, that episode of Black Mirror. Yes, I'm very concerned. I just wanted to say that. No, that's. I haven't been able to talk. We haven't. We, we haven't recorded in yeah. weeks. And I spent. In my mind this whole time. That's that's fair. That's totally well because I can't really do anything about the the Omaha gate. <laughs> we can't do anything about that. But start smashing all the robots that you see, because they're coming to kill you. Probably. Most likely. That said. Unless we, they're bringing you chocolate. Well, I, I'm just gonna, as a quick disclaimer. We're not legally telling you to go smash anything because it's other people's property, and we're not footing the legal right. for that. Just like you shouldn't eat things that maybe are meant to wash your clothes. Oh my god! I didn't even know that was a thing. I, I didn't know that was a compl- thing. What? Don't eat Tide Pods, y'all. People, people are getting put in Facebook jail because they're like <laughs> putting up funny pictures of like Tide Pods in tacos. <laughs> so Facebook is kicking them off of Facebook because I'm sorry if you're e- unless you're a baby 
There is no excuse for that. <laughs> this is proof that evolution is real. Because natural selection natural will eliminate se- all of those people. Right! In theory, natural selection will eliminate all of those people. <laughs> I saw one today, too, that said something about the people that are eating the Tide Pods are the ones that are going to be voting in the next election. <laughs> 2018, get registered. Save Go us! Aliens, please save us! Um, Hey... Thanks to everybody who's uh, reached out to us. Yeah. Hey, um, quick shout out to uh, Steven. Thank yeah. you for those suggestions. They are definitely added to the list. I'm yes. very interested in that Polka King one. Yes. Yes, gonna, yes, yes, yes. Um, so thank you. If you have suggestions for documentaries that you want us to watch, email them to us at what's in the queue at gmail.com. Yeah. You can also hit us up on the social medias, uh, Twitter and Instagram. We're at what's in the queue. We have a Facebook page. Also, what's in the queue? Keep it basic for you guys. Keep it simple, right? K-I-S-S. Keep it simple, stupid. I'm keeping it simple on Facebook because I'm the dumb one of the group. No, 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 no. You're the pretty one of the group. (laughs) Tell me I'm pretty. Uh, uh, Yeah. uh, Hey, please get out there, too. Um, On iTunes. I don't know how you do it on Stitcher or anything else. Um, Give us a good review. Yeah. Yeah. because then that makes more people see us. Yeah, other people can find and us. And love us. Yeah, just like you love us. Yeah. And we love you. And we love you. So much. So much. Ah. Oh. All right, well, now that we're pretty close to dying, let's uh, yeah. let's get out of here. Okay. All right. Hey, hey. bye. Hey, hey, bye. Hey, remember, don't, don't molest anybody. Okay, bye.